0: This housing market is really an enigma. Talk about a dynamic market. Uh, Five years ago, they were building houses like crazy, and and they were giving them away. Mortgage rates were just nothing. Now, mortgage rates have soared. Housing starts have slowed. New home sales have actually slowed the most recent figures. show they really took a nosedive, and especially here in the South, because nobody can afford them anymore. So you go back to multifamily, but those are expensive to build, and here comes the old standby, manufactured housing. Matt Matheson is CEO of Roots Management Group, which recently put together uh, a couple of names in that area, vineyards management and treehouse communities, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: Thank you so much. Happy to be here.
0: So my sense is your timing on doing this is very, very good. I don't think, you know, when when you could get a 2.5% mortgage, I don't think anybody
1: was Caring anything about manufactured housing? Uh, yeah, I mean the timing is good. Uh, the affordability um, of homes uh, obviously continues to worsen uh, as mortgage rates and interest rates go up. Um, but even before that, even when you know mortgage rates were effectively zero or nil, um, you know, look the the amount or the opportunity um, to find housing options that that are affordable has just been been very challenging. And this has been going on now for many years, almost decades. And so, um, you know, look, we uh, we at Roots uh, believe firmly that one of society's greatest challenges um, and opportunities, by the way, uh, you can't just look at it on the dark side, right, you yeah. have to look at it on the bright side. One, one of society's greatest opportunities is to find a way to make people have a place that they can live in, that they can feel proud of. Um, you know, it, where you live and how you feel about where you live matters a lot. It's not just price. It's actually how you feel about how you live and where you live. And so, um, you know, look, the manufactured housing industry and segment um, certainly has been around a long time. And there's certainly a lot of historical negative stigma around the space. We're on a mission to transform that stigma, to transform the industry. We know that, you um, where homes are built, whether that's off-site in a facility, or whether that's on-site, um, or whether that's in some 3D fab fabricated manner, yeah. we, we believe that there is no solution that shouldn't be uh, considered um, to help increase the availability of these houses. Okay, well
0: so let's go back to, to let's go back to some definitions. And actually, not too long ago, we talked about there was a guy in Austin who's doing these great 3D houses, like a 3D printer where they just sort of layer up um, you know, mortar and make them. But this, I mean, it sounds like, is this what, is the business that you're in what we used to call trailer parks?
1: Um, yes, the historical stigma. And, and and so very specifically, the business we're in is we own the land. We own these communities. And then we help facilitate um, bringing in homes that are built off-site. That's what manufactured homes are. They're built right. in manufacturing right. facilities. They're off-site. And then you truck them in. Um a long time ago, yeah, people would associate that with trailers. Um and and now when you see the good quality of product that's out there, you really can't tell the difference between a stick built home on site or those that are built off site. The quality has been improving, but we are in the business of owning these communities, bringing in these homes and making wonderful places for families, for workers or for retirees to live. You know, I know I was looking on your website
0: and this is Probably change, but I see seventy locations, fifty-two cities. So, is this a is this a roll up? Are you sort of consolidating a lot of these?
1: Yeah, the 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 uh, the stats that you're citing are definitely dated. Um, we we have about two hundred and forty communities across twenty-two states. Good night. Um, all all in total, just under about forty thousand sites across all the communities that we own. Um, We 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 did come about um, by merging two entities, treehouse communities and vineyards together. That happened two years ago. Um, But we've been on this mission to really create um, a company that can both um, work with the manufacturers, work with the landowners uh, and ultimately bring a wonderful solution um, to homeowners uh, and renters alike. Tell me who
0: lives there. Are they are they? transient people are they you know, do they move frequently or or is this a really a community that you're putting together
1: yeah we, we are we are building communities right and so there's there's three different types of communities that we offer um, there are re- effectively uh, retirement communities um, what we we in the industry those are deemed as age restricted communities Um, So 55 plus is an industry term, but really it's a retirement community. So it's for snowbirds uh, that live, live in colder climates that want to live in warmer, nicer places during the winter months or just have a a nice retirement place. So we own those communities. Those are retirees. They typically live there, um, you know, six months or sometimes all year round. Um, And so there's that type. The other type are family communities. These are all-age communities where families, um, you know, live. Um, they raise their kids, um, and they typically own these homes and stay there, you know, six to ten years on average. And then the third type of community, uh, I would call it more of a workforce type community. These are often found, um, you know, near manufacturing facilities, near production plants, um, you know, where where living. Nearby the facility um, is difficult, and so we have we put up these worker type communities, and those are definitely more uh, transient. Might be the wrong word. They're they're more for um, you know the worker that's going to live there during the week and then drive drive home where their family is during the weekend, um, and or they're going to seasonally work uh, nearby some seasonal effort, seasonal work, yeah. and so we have those three types. So what these the, are communities.
0: What's the price point? And I don't know what the uh, three bedroom too bad. What's the entry point?
1: Across our entire portfolio, the average um, monthly payment, um, you have to remember there's two types of payment. There's the site rent, right? Because we own the land, so they don't have to pay property taxes and don't have to deal with maintaining or upkeeping the land or things like that. So there's the site rent, which across our portfolio is somewhere between three and four hundred dollars a month. And then uh, on the home side, uh, if they own their home, they own their home, there's no, there's no rent. If they have a mortgage on their home and or if they rent the home that we own from us. So if you take an average of either the mortgage rate or the rental rate, if we own it, um, you know, again, that's, a, that's an additional, call it five or $600 a month, all in an average three bedroom home across our entire portfolio is around $850 a month. Wow. That's site and mortgage, which, as you know, compare that to any multifamily apartment or single family rental yeah. option. This is as cheap and as affordable as it gets. Um, and so there's there's really no price point that can compete. We're, we're miles below.
0: So is there anything new in manufactured housing? But I mean, when I was a kid, there was an outfit called Jim Walter Homes, and they built it looked, it didn't look like a trailer. I mean, it just looked like a house that they just picked up and it would plop down. I mean, is that basically what's still in existence 50 years later?
1: So, so uh, that, you know, call it in, in, by, by the 1980s, you know, HUD actually imposed standards that manufactured homes had to abide by Uh, after that transition point, the quality um, and condition and kind of even just appearance of these homes has has drastically changed and improved um there's a lot uh, of different um you know types of homes they look great um they're even set now um you know where you can't even tell that they're that they were brought in right on a trailer and 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 attached to the ground they look just like your normal residential you know home i mean these are beautiful quality they're the energy efficiency and efficacy from an energy standpoint is amazing there's a lot we could talk about that um and you know a little known fact these homes are built um in a day uh and yet from start to finish literally from start to finish the amount of excess waste um for making one home fits in one single you know trash can Mm. um uh, and and it's phenomenal, as you know, compared to like a stick-built situation where you have to empty the dumpsters every single week for yeah, months. Yeah,
0: most of out. it flies into my yard when they're when they're Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, th- these
1: are there. There is a lot. There's a lot of difference. Um, many people would be shocked walking inside of these. In fact, we have some interesting video footage on on our on our website and things that you can see. It's it it shocks people. Um, you know, how how good these are now. So,
0: so they need an operator like you, a community like you, I would guess, because you can't just plop these down wherever you are. You, can, you couldn't take one of these and buy a lot in the park cities, you know, and hook it up to the gas lines and water
1: lines, I guess. Yeah, um, that, is, that is definitely the opportunity. There are many of these communities out there that today exist um, that have been owned for generations. You know, they're individually owned by mom and pop's. Um, and the, these owners um, either don't have the access to capital or they don't have just the access to all of the necessary services needed to really upkeep these communities and certainly to bring in new homes. So many of the communities that exist today um, really have vacant, totally empty lots. Homes have been uh, like either deteriorated or removed and, and nothing's been changed. And so... Yeah, one of the things that we're doing is we're buying these communities and actually bringing in new homes, which makes the community feel nicer, feel cleaner, feel better, um, you know, and, and makes the residents that are already there, you know, much, much happier about where they live. Let alone provides opportunities for people that are looking for homes. Um, you know that 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 they don't have it. We also do things like we work with all of the financing companies in the space, so we make you know getting you know either a, a mortgage or financing options for people to to buy these homes. Um, basically, a one-stop shop, very easy to do. Um, and, and so, yeah, that that's that's the opportunity. More than eighty yeah. percent of the communities that exist today across the country. Um, are owned in this mom and pop fashion, and so as generations go by, and as grandkids take over the ownership of these communities from their parents and their grandparents, um, yeah, they they need they need operators, and there's very few of them that are doing what we're doing across the country. So you you become world.
0: you become the exit strategy. I the, the the ability to adapt during you know challenging times just is just fascinating, and this is probably a good example of it. Matt Matheson is the CEO of Roots Management Group. Thank you very much for the time. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Have a great afternoon.
0: Thanks a lot. For more of a conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.